know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Harvest. I'm Lee. I'm Sierra. And we have a really, really wonderful guest with us today. It's been a while since we've brought a guest on the show, but we did. So we're we excited to have her with us. It's like going back to like the whole purpose of what the show is. That's right. To learn from women way, way, way wiser than me. That's right. And so we are actually giving, it's kind of selfish. We're like, hey, <laughs> we actually want to spend some time talking about these specific things. So true. With you. Um, but you all get to um, have a piece of that. Yeah. And so we just, in this episode, we just dive deep into some um, discipleship of our children and what that looks like inside of our home. And we um, get to soak up all this time with Mandy, Mandy Stewart. Stewart. That's right. So if you've ever had questions on like, how do we guide our children to really have a hunger for God? Or how do they hear from the Holy Spirit? How do we foster um, like kingdom mindsets in our mm-hmm. children that will last them just all of the years that they're in our homes with us to when they actually leave our homes? Mm-hmm. Um, we go through all of that with her. Yeah. And it was, I mean, not only one of our greatest honors, but mm-hmm. also we... Um, are leaving with our lives more enriched and with more um, excitement on how to parent these things into our kids. That's so, so true. Anytime, we hope you'll enjoy it. That's right. And anytime with Mandy, you all know, if you've, any of you that know her, you walk away feeling mm-hmm. so encouraged and yeah. um, just like, not only encouraged and just like, hey, you can do this, but mm-hmm. actually like the Lord's called you to this and yes. that's why you can do it. That's so exactly right. We hope that you walk away from today also feeling just really, really planted deeply in the fact that like your children are your children for a reason mm-hmm. and you have every tool you need with the Lord to That's parent right. them wisely. Yeah. So we'll see y'all with the icebreaker. All right. So we're here. We've got Mandy sitting with us today and we're so excited. So excited. I hey. say today. It's like so late at night right now. It's always late at night now. <laughs> yeah. But we're excited to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So sweet. That's sweet. I'm excited Love to get, get into stuff. But before we get into stuff, Sierra's got our icebreaker. Every time. Every okay. Time. So today we're going to do a secret talent that you have. And Mandy's will let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a secret talent. Well, I do have an alter ego. <laughs> I've seen her. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She has a name. That's going to have to be a totally separate podcast, but um, I'll just tell you what she looks like. Yeah. She mm-hmm. worked at the bank at a bank in 1984, or that's maybe not what she looks like, but that's what she does. And she's the lady that has like clicky nails. I know this is a lot of thought. <laughs> clicky nails and um, a, um, what do you call those old hairstyles? A bird's nest. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so bird's nest and super like high pink glossy lips mm-hmm. and she fake bakes so that's what that's she looks like and yeah she's she's like a whole person she's like an, an entire person she has her own like voice and she has a friend her name's deb <laughs> and <laughs> and, it's, and it's all mandy 
Yeah, well, you know, we kind of go back and forth. Actually, Jenny and I, we just like <laughs> yeah. go back and forth. And their names are Dev and Karen. So I love it. Yeah, yeah so I can like I totally know. picture her in my head. Oh yeah, she's can't you? Really? Yeah, I'm I like know. you're at okay. She works at a bank. You said with, yeah, like this bird's mm-hmm. nest and clicky. I'm like I've never heard you smack gum and, and she Dev, says absolutely. But I hear her like I can see her like totally. And she calls like everybody and she calls everybody honey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> There's a deep, deep part of my heart that needs to see this. Oh yeah. A good mar- the next a good time she's Marshall's run. Definitely. Oh, for, oh, definitely. <laughs> With all hats and all sorts of random accessories Boas, on themselves. Boas, sunglasses. I yeah. You know it. We've not. seen it way too many times to count. So funny. This is hilarious. Mm. I was literally just thinking that um, you both of you probably have never seen One Tree Hill, but the two moms on this TV show are Deb and Karen. No. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh and it was goodness. like, it's like one of my, I like, <laughs> get out. I'm watching it in college. And so to all the One Tree Hill fans, they'll be like, Deb and Karen. Oh, and no. Neither one of them are bankers or rare birds. That is no, absolutely hilarious. Should. It was at early 2000s. So they both wear low-rise right, low jeans and are super oh, cool. Yeah. Low rise jeans were never super cool. Weren't they though? Definitely oh, yeah. not. I, I wasn't sure allowed I, to wear them. Have you ever postpartum with? No, that like got you out of like so never going back to your other jeans again. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I wore my stretchy <laughs> jeans for a long time. Oh yeah, for a long until oh, those yeah. high rise came into play. Oh yeah. And who? I mean, can we just get? You can't wear underwear with those, <laughs> right? You can know. You can. Everybody I mean, can the, see the super low rise. Yes. Oh, they're awful. Awful. I I see pictures every once in a while pop up on like Instagram, and I'm like, why did we do that? So funny. It's not cute. Yeah, I'm like, I hope the high rise stays in for a long time. Yeah. I this is gonna Jesus. be one of those moments where. You it, it ages everything. But oh. I actually, when Laura jeans were in, I wasn't allowed to wear them. It wasn't an option because they were trendy, but I was so young oh, that um, it was like super promiscuous. So my mom Bonnie was, like, was like, no, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you know a good Bonnie. She's like, trash in, trash out. We're not wearing low rise jeans here. I love when people's mom's names. Yes. Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Shelly. Bonnie and Shelly. <laughs> you know and, and, and Lynn. My mom's name is Lynn. I love Lynn. I love Lynn. That's awesome. That's so funny. Okay, Lee, take okay. it away. So, okay, okay. Maybe this may just be like a mom superpower. What's our, what is it? What's the secret, secret talent? Secret talent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are we talking about Man, again? like, my like, superpower it's is like near, it's, I'm not kidding you. It's almost near midnight. Uh, not really, but. Not really. Like <laughs> Ten. It's, it's, it's like late enough for all of us. It's almost tomorrow. Oh. Um, okay, well, my secret talent. I don't feel like it's a secret talent so much as maybe an actual superpower. Mm. And here's, the, here's what happened today. I was taking a nap. In my bed, I was asleep. Ryan shut the door. He's being that's so a superpower. Super yes, right. Mm-hmm. But we were at the so we volunteered at a fireworks stand today. Yeah, and so my children they also just got Christmas money because we had Christmas with my mom's family. Oh, and goodness. so it is like burning a hole in their pockets. Totally. And so I'm like, yeah, cool. Set a budget and spend it, but it's your money. It's not mine. And so they are like, they have three hours chomping at the bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my good. The amount of times I rang up fireworks and then they would take like nope i don't want that it's too much and so then they'd start all over i got a lot of practice it's like yeah it's a good money man it was a good money management day and zero customers so (laughs) (laughs) we had all the time in the world to practice um but so we get home and ryan hadn't gotten off of his swat call and so they're all like can we please get the fireworks out of the car like do not touch those fireworks until your daddy gets home because some of them are like just play. Like yeah. you don't need a lighter. They're just like the fun poppy things. Yeah. The others. The other ones. Yes. The six year old 
bought like a show, like a fireworks <laughs> oh show. Oh my goodness. He's like, this is all I want. I'm like, cool. This is not happening until New Year's Eve. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. I mean, it's, it's huge. Like, it's going to be like torture for the next 10 days. Or oh whatever. my it's God. So for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, no, not for Ian. For you. Absolutely. <laughs> and so I was like, do not touch him. So as soon as Ryan gets home, I like close my eyes. He shuts the door. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what I, I can't even tell you what I hear, but they are all, they're, they're in the garage and I don't know what woke me up, but I was like, Ryan, what are the boys doing? And he was like, they're in the garage. I'm like, I know, go, they cannot light those fireworks. And he goes, what? And he walks outside. He was like, we are no, no, we are not lighting fireworks. And then he comes in, he opens the door. He goes, what did you hear? I was like, I don't even know. I don't know what I heard. I just knew that they were about to start lighting fireworks. It was like your mom right the Holy Spirit. Okay. I'm like, they could have just blown up my the house. Yeah, it's my whole garage. Listen. But he was like, what, what did they say? What did you hear? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to say <laughs> so nothing. So they have a lighter with them? I didn't ask Ryan the details because okay. I was still like okay. talking to him with my eyes closed. But <laughs> You just like woke up. Yeah. I'm yes. like, I heard. It is like, it's time to go check on the boys. Oh, yeah. So funny. This is secret power. Moms know all. Moms Definitely. know all. That's a good secret power. Listen, okay. this is pre-Jesus, obviously, but also high school and I was a hot mess. So, one night, I was planning on sneaking out, and so my dad was falling asleep on the couch, and I was, like, golden. And I'm, like, just biding time, you know? I'm, like, literally just waiting and, like, waiting and waiting and waiting. And all of a sudden, without literally any notion, I'm still on the couch. My mom comes out. She's, like, turn your phone off and give it to me. And I was, like, uh, why? You know, I'm, like, trying to catch a little attitude. Yes. And she was, like, turn it off and give it to me now. And I was, like, fine. So, like, turn it off. And then I'm, like, sweating, you know? I'm, like... Yeah. And so then I like, and she was like, this is so funny. So then I get myself into trouble because I'm like, she knows she's going to turn my phone on. Yes. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Yes. So I'm thinking of everything I can to like go get my phone, talk to my mom. And she was like, as she said, she was like, Sierra, the thing is, is I just knew I was supposed to get your phone. I didn't know why. I wasn't going to go through it. I was tired. Yeah. She was like, but the way you acted got you in trouble. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And I was like, oh no. Suspicious. Yes. And I'm like, it is a, it is a superpower, secret power secret talent to know always what Mama your kids knows. are doing. Mama yeah. knows. Moms know. So many. I'm not talented. Have zero talents. So that's my answer. Okay, that is that not is true. No, true. Oh my gosh, this is not a time to compliment me. I literally cannot sing. You have so many talents. None whatsoever. That I'm not. Your social media. Your social media genius, oh gosh, actually. I actually just think I'm like, you know, a millennial. Okay, well. It's a superpower to us. It's my superpower. It's a superpower talent to us. <laughs> like, I, I know, I know like, the bare minimum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a bare minimum. I know the bare minimum about social media. Anyway, so. I feel like you're wrong. I mean, like, think about talenty you, things. I, I'm like, I can't sing. I can't play instruments. You know what you draw. can do? You know what you've always been able to do? You can cook. That's not a, maybe not a secret because mm. you cook for a lot of people, but you're good at it. You're and you don't cook. have you're to, a like, wonderful cook. it yeah, doesn't do take like you any cook. effort. That's not like... That's a talent? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely a talent. Yes. Um, breaking news. I am a chef, so <laughs> actually, that's my talent. You are. You are shout out chef. to my grandma for teaching me how to cook. Way to go, grandma. Thanks, Barb. What's Maybe. your grandma's name? Barb. Barb. Oh, Barb. <laughs> yeah. She sometimes debuts with Deb and Karen, so... Oh. Barb. She does Barb. What about yeah. Elvira? Have you ever had an Elvira? Definitely thing? not. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to bring her in. Yeah, you should bring her in. Stop. Except so that's not my She can make a guest appearance. Which is the funniest thing to me. I'm like, we, I feel like we call older generation people things that aren't their names, and it's just the way it is. It's true. Okay, it's true, because my cousins refer to my mom as Sassy. Aunt Sassy. Mm-hmm. 
So cute. So random. And we talked, we call my grandmother Elvira. Okay. Her name's Janet. Oh my god. Distinguished. <laughs> so I actually really want a, a sweet name like that. You do. So bad. So bad. You've gotten all my heart. into the stick. And I think just because I want it so bad, it's just like, it's no, not it's not going to mm-hmm. happen. And it's the last niece is like done and I don't have, I'm Manny. It has to start with the first. It it is. And I, so I so should have taken Amber's advice because she, when Ava was really little would say, burr, burr, burr. Because mm -hmm. she couldn't say Amber and that's how it stuck. And she got a nickname out of it. That's right. And I just waited for the creativity flow out of so many children. Can't wait. That's what I did with Nora. I brainwashed that child. Yeah. Well, partially because we had other friends whose children would call me Lily, except when they're young and can't do their L's, it was Wee Wee. Oh, God. And I was like, nope, never again. Yeah, I'm not waiting for another child who cannot say the L's. (laughs) It was so Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And And so it was like, Nora would say, Mama, Dada. And then she would just babble. And one day she just said, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's me. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, literally yeah, how it transpired. Me. If y'all can see Leanne right now, it was it was quite like that. We lived here, and Nora's like walking around. She's like, yeah, yeah. And Leanne's like, she called me. Where is she? And I'm like, no, she, <laughs> she was like, that's not what I'm saying. She's just babbling. I'm like, it's my You're like, it is now. But yeah. It is. Yeah. Anytime she sees Leanne, she's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I took a video today when um, Abram came by the house, yeah. and you were leaving. Abel was standing at the door going, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, it is. It's, it's just, stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's just for the first one. You're so sweet. So, so we're, okay, so start thinking about your Grammy name now. I know, I have to. So that you get a good one. I don't know. Start speaking into existence. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I have some time. Yeah. I have, a bit of time. <laughs> I have some time. I have some time. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. Love a good icebreaker. So down to the nitty gritty. Which is all things parenting. Sort yeah. Of. Okay. So if there's any, any like, what? okay, so here's the deal. When I had Maddox, Mandy was the only other mom mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. she had Ava and Ava was only, Ava's only like 11 months older mm-hmm. than Maddox, maybe 12. Yeah. Maybe 13, right around there. They're 11 months apart because it was August. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is like, Mandy is like literally the mother that I watched. The only one really mm-hmm. that I was mm-hmm. like in our same realm of like uh-huh. ministry and yeah. friends and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been watching, we've been able to glean a whole lot of years from Mandy. Kind of at a distance at first because mm-hmm. our, our circles weren't like terribly close because mm-hmm. she was leading in groups and I was leading in groups. And then we left off for a little bit mm-hmm. to do church planting yeah um but when sierra and i were talking about like what do we do next um and she was like we should totally have mandy on soon i'm like we let's do have mandy mm-hmm. on soon i'm like you know what i would love to hear and i know that other people would love to hear i'm like we love your children y'all have raised some yeah. incredible children like you're still so sweet obviously like, in it in because it. Yeah. you've got all you've got like the whole gamut yeah. minus toddlers now yeah um of raising children but there's like not anybody in our our group that doesn't have something wonderful mm-hmm. to say about Ava and Shane and Luke and Truth. Like they're all just yeah. such wonderful little humans and so they're growing true. up to be like, they're, they're, they're also wonderful and they're also uniquely wonderful, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. Really different. Really, yeah. really different. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, I think if you, if you, if you grew up in a family with like multiple children, then you obviously know like, yeah, I am so different from my sibling. But right. if that didn't happen, like me, like only grew up with me. So I'm yeah. like, surely parenting one child has to be similar to parenting four. It is not. Yeah, no. <laughs> no you're actually all four separate yeah. human beings with like separate wills and separate yeah. desires dis- and yes. dreams. Yeah. And you need separate, like you need to be able to 
to, to do all that sure. separately. Mm-hmm. I mean, from discipline to guiding to, Absolutely. Count, you know, all of yeah. these things. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to have you here because I'm you've honored. got, I love you've you got some so years much. in here. And I we did. have a lot of young mamas listening. Yeah. yeah. It's an honor. I love you girls so much. Kind of, kind of a fun plug-in is that when we first started Harvest a long time ago, we asked, we like did like a vote. We were like, who do you want to hear from? And we had so many nominations. I mean, like I think it's like the biggest post we ever did mm-hmm. that got like so much feedback. And you made the top of the list. Oh, yeah. you guys are so sweet. We've done that. So actually, sweet. the top three, <laughs> the top three, I held up four fingers. <laughs> People that were nominated, we've done so far. So you made the fourth. Not nomination, fourth one on the podcast from the top. I love it. It's an honor to be here with you girls. I love you. We're excited. Thank you. I know. It's sweet. And it's sweet to do life. We all moved over here together to plant the church. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell you girls, I love you with all my heart. And so much of what's happening just in our community here is because of these girls right here making so much cook. And you're not necessarily um, honored like from the front all the time, but you are making so much happen on so many different levels. And Sierra's so grateful that she doesn't have to be at the front. So grateful. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I know she is, but literally like just making so much happen. Last weekend was like such a huge picture of that. The whole play, everything. Oh yes, I mean, was just, yeah. you're like, what was last weekend? Ooh, oh, that I up. thought that yeah. too. I was like, yeah, it was, was so great. No <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for so much all fun. Your yeah, so sweet. It's been a joy. All right, so um, I think we'll take the top six questions and we will kind of spend some time talking about them. Apologies for the very loud neighbor who decided. <laughs> nice, right? I was like, how do we play this off? Like a stomach? I know. Somebody's hungry. <laughs> Just an um, teenager that lives and there. then we'll have three that are in the lightning round. So Lee and I will go back and forth asking them, and then when it hits the lightning round, we'll just fire them off. And it's great, be, quick as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I can take number one. Go for it. And um, how? So how to raise our kids in a way that promotes a hunger for God? That is a great question, right? Because we all, as believers and followers of Jesus, we want our kids to know and fear and walk with Jesus and. Um, obviously first and foremost, I would just say our kids will have the level of hunger that we help foster just in the atmosphere in our homes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's huge. Like first and foremost, like we have to start as, as moms really, really keep our heart and spend really wonderful time with Jesus. Yeah. And, um, even throughout the day, there's mornings, especially when you have itty bitty little ones. I'm up really early now, but recently somebody was asking, how do you get up so early? And I'm like, Hey, I just want to put a caveat in there. I all my children sleep through the night. That's right. And when yeah. I was up nursing little babies, like I was not up super early in the morning. You know, yeah. as early as they would wake me up. But that right. was those are my alarm clocks. Um, but I would say, as far as just fostering a hunger for God on a practical level of having worship music, of having an an atmosphere that um, Eli and I are really cultivating with our kids, and then really taking taking a little bit of inventory on what's going on with your kids week to week especially with four, even right now, but even in their little stages of the Holy Spirit speaks to us and he is our helper. Mm-hmm. And you can tell in your kid's eyes when there's like an attitude being able to rise up or if you as a mom feel a little disconnected from that child mm-hmm. um, and just paying attention to that. And yeah. I would say like those, those little, like those really little things in our kids' hearts of keeping really short accounts and there being an atmosphere of purity in our home where you're not letting a lot of little things going because I think what happens is um, when you let a lot of those things going and then in the evening time you're trying to do family devotions, Mm -hmm. but you've let so many little things going during the day that there's like distance between 
you and your yeah. child or you feel that you're frustrated or they're frustrated yes. when it could have been just some really easy conversations, those really easy conversations along the road. And so I would say that like keeping really short accounts of knowing that your job as mommies is to really tend the hearts of your kids. We know yeah. this, um, but of just, you know, there's a lot happening in full households, whether you have one itty bitty one and you're learning how to be a mom, mm-hmm. that's, that's what you know right now. And it's still a lot. Yeah. And, and it's important. It's important to, um, yeah, to, to pay really close attention. And then I would just say the last thing that I would say about just fostering a, an atmosphere of, um, of, of hunger for our kids is just having family devotions with your kids as a family. Yeah. And, um, that's something that, that Eli and I really prioritize even in super busy seasons, this last little stretch for us, we, um, we're just looking at our evening calendar and just knew that it wasn't going to be possible mm-hmm. on the, every evening. And so we literally on Sunday afternoon, we just took our calendar out and we're like, okay, this is going to be like a before the school, this is going to be a homeschool morning. We're going to have a breakfast together and we're going to sit down and we literally will just go through and just say, okay, we've got 45 minutes here. Sometimes it's not a lot. It's, yeah. We just take it's before a Chi Alpha service, mm-hmm. get home before dinner. And so as a mom, that's just making sure that I'm making preparation for all those things to happen. And you're yeah. actually prioritizing. Absolutely. So that yeah. meals are ready, so that we're sitting down. And it can feel like a lot of effort, but when we've sat down together, those are some of the highlights that our kids really miss when that's not happening. So I would say those things. I know that's a lot of no, that's good. a Perfect. lot of information, but and, and as our kids have gotten older, like just their understanding, um, just even just their theology as kids, like what they know and understand about the Lord. Mm-hmm. I see now with Ava and Shane as they've gotten older, it's really powerful. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I, I see it like layers of like con- it's or not, concrete's not a very good example, but just layers in, in their foundation of yes. having a little bit of bedrock that we're doing. That's so. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you want your that's what you like feel comfortable like pushing your kids out of the nest with. It is, like, yeah. And I actually, want you to have this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and for a lot of us, like we, that wasn't something that I ever saw growing up. Yeah. So it's like we're like, okay, we're trying to trying to demonstrate something to our kids that we actually never saw. Oh, yeah. Patterned, and so um, yeah, it's been really special. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's kind of kind of along the same lines, but we are Holy Spirit believe in people mm-hmm. gifts yeah. of the spirit and oh, yes yeah. you know we want to see we want to act you know we want to, to act in the spirit we want to think in the spirit we want to hear yeah. in the spirit and so when that was the sort of stuff that I as an adult had to learn yeah how to do but there's a way to do it to teach our kids too yeah. so what do you what do you what are your thoughts on like how to teach our kids how to hear from the Holy Spirit so I feel what's so wonderful about children is they actually don't, their brains don't need to be rewired in their purity and their approach to Jesus. And so I think if we, from the Bible, we just, we see it demonstrated, the power of God, the gifts and the moving of the Holy Spirit. And I think if we just approach it like our kids understand and they're already hearing from the Lord, Mm -hmm. I think you'll find that it's really natural, way more natural for our kids than we do. I think we put that filter on because there's like Mm -hmm. things that we're trying to, you know, as adults that we're trying to go through. But I think if we just ask, we'll take the time to ask our kids, like, what do you feel like God's speaking to your Mm -hmm. heart? And that's just being a really natural thing for what's God speaking to you or what did you think about that? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, let's just pray for a minute. And I just want you to just tell me and just make it really natural. Hey, will you, let's just pray together. And then you just ask your kids like, hey, what was the first thing that you saw? 
you know, and it could be something really simple or it could be something yeah. silly. And even that gives them a lot of freedom yeah. yes. of like, well, what do you, I don't know, like you saw Spider-Man. What do you think? Th- what do you think that is? That's so crazy. Yeah. And then you just get your kids talking about that following Jesus is fun, that God really speaks to them and that you actually trust yeah. what, that, that God would give them that picture. And I think it gives our kids a lot of freedom to op- begin to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's yeah. powerful keeping our kids. And I will say, Keeping your children in church mm-hmm. and around people that that love the Holy Spirit and that, mm-hmm. and love Jesus outside of our own like little families yeah. that are of people of the Spirit or is is really powerful. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. This is like a little side story, but it's like it's just like how I think you were saying like we don't have to rewire their brains like they're just naturally it is just so natural yeah. and. One of the things like we do with Nora is when we go to buy presents, I think we actually got this from Eli, just like before we buy a present for somebody, we just ask her like, hey, let's pray about it and let's give a gift that like the Lord wants us to give. Yeah. And so we went to Academy one day and we were picking out his birthday present. And so we were like walking around and I was like, Nora, let's pray. Like, let's just pray and say, Lord, like, what do you want daddy to have from here? Mm-hmm. And so she did. And we're like, walk, we walk around for a little bit. She picked up a few different things. And she's like, none of this feels special, mommy. And I was like, okay, well, let's pray again. And so we did. And I was like, now just ask him where to go. And so I kid you not, for about six and a half minutes, she would go, Jesus, left or right? And then she'd open her eyes and she goes, he said right. And we would take a right. So sweet. We did this for six love her. minutes. And we ended up with this Whataburger shirt. <laughs> and she immediately saw it. And she goes, this is it. Like she's like, we eat Whataburger together. Daddy's gonna love this. Like it meant so much to so her. So sweet. It was so sweet. Yeah. And when she got home, she's like, Jesus. Like she said, she told Ethan, she's like, Jesus wanted you to have this shirt, Daddy. Like he told me left or right, left or right. And Ethan was like, what? And I was like, we prayed. So <laughs> but it was sweet. Like, it's so natural. It is. It yeah. felt like nothing and to a, her. That's a, a powerful example of that. You're just like trust. Like yeah, I'm gonna let you lead this. Yeah. And yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, you hit that's the nail on the head with that. Yeah. Okay, so, and then, you kind of already touched on this, but just a little bit deeper. What do you, like, what does family discipleship look like? Um, yeah, discipleship's for all of all of life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say family, obviously family devotions is huge. I already touched on that. Um, in terms of it being, like, our kids really reading through God's Word mm-hmm. and having a foundation for all yeah. of life, that that's where we go to, that gives us answers, Um and then, you know, everything from, this is just an example I thought of, but um, today I needed, um, we had a big mess in the backyard and I needed my, I needed all of our kids to power through it. And so I told, um, I gathered all the kids and I gave them like really specific orders, but Shane and Ava were the captains and Luke and True were the workers, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't like that so much. Yeah. But I said, Hey, they're older and they've done it before. And we're not going to be bossy. We're going to be, like, good leaders. Mm-hmm. But you need to listen. Shane and Ava know, know what needs to be picked up. And we have a little barn in the backyard. They know what needs to be, all, the do- all the dogs that they need to clean up after. Yeah. And so we just gave them we just gave them the orders, and they went back there. So just little examples of, like, of yeah. that, like, that they understand what it's like to work hard is mm-hmm. really important in our family, um, that everybody has, like, chores and responsibilities. That's a level yeah. of discipleship mm-hmm. that um, everyone's working hard. Yeah. And, and then even, um, even just practically of giving our kids like why we're doing the things we're doing. And so Mm -hmm. we always say that Jesus gives us enough to share. Like he gives our, he's blessed our family. He gives us enough for us and enough to share. And so recently around, um, it was 
last week we um, had set a little bit of money aside and we just like as a family decided we just prayed and said like hey who do we feel like we should we should give this to and then we were actually able to talk to our kids about like why we like why we give and Mm -hmm. okay and then giving them somewhat of an understanding of like okay this is this is what this bill means and this is how much how many chores you would have to do yeah so there's a little bit of weight to it does that make sense and it was like really sweet for it was really sweet in their hearts to be able to like to just get to just give just sewing being people of generosity and so we try to connect the dots there for our kids so I could go on and on and on about that one but no, it's so smart. Yeah. I had I read something, an article that from this woman who was talking about marriage, but mm-hmm. in it like how her her parents never fought in front of her. Like mm-hmm. they never disagreed mm-hmm. and they never like were at odds. Yeah. Not just like not thinking like blow up fight, but they never yeah. had like disagreements. Disagreements or yeah. tense conversations. She was like, I never saw it. And so when I got married and we were having disagreements, I was like, like, He's so mad at me. Wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. something's wrong with us. Uh-huh. And in actuality, like her parents kind of did her an injustice because mm-hmm. she didn't know how to how to lovingly have conflict yeah. with a spouse. But just like you're saying, we're sewing into them to be people of generosity. Yeah. And like when we have things, the Lord gives us them to share. I'm like, you're actually like that's going to be one of those like layers of foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when we are like verbal, I like because Ryan and I have most of our conversations and talking when everybody's asleep and yeah. the house is yeah. calm. But there are those times where I'm like, actually, this is a conversation we should bring them into yeah like when we're praying about so for instance when we we were thinking about moving mm-hmm. and I'm like part of me was like don't talk to the boys about it it might not happen I won't yeah. I don't want them don't to break dis- their hearts yes, yeah I don't want them to be disappointed because I know I would be disappointed if yeah. this doesn't happen but and then so we're going back and forth and I'm like actually I think that we actually need to bring them into this yeah, like really they good. can pray with us they yeah. can like petition on yeah. behalf of like what needs to happen it to the good. Lord but then also it like gave us an opportunity to like, we trust Jesus when the answer yeah. is yes, and we it trust does. Him when Even the answer is no. And that He holds our disappointments. Yeah. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's good not, for. It is really good watching for us go through this, but He's yeah. actually with us in it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But just to be mindful of like, actually, there's more of that that, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. our older boys yeah. can be a part of. And then I think just yeah, and I would just add to that like just demonstrating like when our as, as our kids get older, and even when they're little, and we don't have the answers to stuff. It's just saying, like, mommy doesn't know. Like, we don't really, I don't have the answers to that, but Jesus has the answers to everything. That's right. And so let's just go to him and let's just pray. And and then always, I'll never forget my friend um, Pam Quack. She was, I was like a brand new mommy. And she, I had, I think Ava was like really fussy that day. And and she just, I saw her somewhere and she just grabbed a hold of me and she just said, honey, she said, Everything that you need to know is found in the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not sure what to do, she goes, there's good parenting books. There's a lot that I can give you. But if you're unsure, you just cry out to him because he, only he knows your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And only he knows you. And he's going to give you the best answers. And I that honestly, that's the best piece of parenting advice I've ever had. And so I remember she had she was, like, fussy, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, at my end. And... It was just like one of those afternoons. Eli was traveling, and I was standing at the sink, and I just began to just like really weep and really ask the Lord, like God. And He met me. He remember He showed me like exactly what to do, and it was just like it was like mm-hmm. the ticket, like everything yeah. she needed. It was really pra- and it was really practical. Yeah, it was like a certain way to sway her and what she needed, and mm-hmm. and all of those things. And so as our kids get older, as we figure them out, we can't forget that we have to continue to lean on the Holy Spirit. That's right. Like, God, yeah. what is it? 
what kind of encouragement does my child need? What yes. what, what what do I need to speak into their um, to their life, their heart, their their identity? Yeah. Yeah. He's so yeah. faithful to give those moments. He is. And I feel like most of the time we like worry. I'll speak for myself. Most of the time I'm like trying to do all of this like this like thinking about all of yeah. the things, all of the solutions that could be. And I feel like that mm-hmm. takes up so much mental space and inner, it's like all of my energy goes to yeah. like what could what could what could be yeah. the key and then it's like I've heard you tell that story multiple times yeah. and when I like actually put it into play the Lord is so faithful mm-hmm. to like actually like walk you through like hey yeah. he just needs a little more time you just, you just need to like just be... pull him out and have a conversation yeah that's right you know and you it's mean? simple you know I think we're in such a informational age even with parenting and oh, yeah. Christian women we we read, we read blog, we read a lot of really wonderful things. Mm-hmm. We talk to other women, we listen to podcasts, all of right. these things. And and it's interesting because when we say something even that simple, it actually is that simple. Yeah. yeah. And it's like sometimes our follow-up is, it's funny because Eli preached on this on Sunday when he said, yeah, 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 but can I, what's practical? Like, yeah. <laughs> can you give me a practical step? And Eli's, and I'm, and Eli's response is, the Bible is practical. It's, li- right. it's yeah. literally everything that we need for life. Everything that yeah. everything that we need for every season of our parenting, if we'll do the hard work of like really, really leaning into the word of God and knowing it. Yes. And teaching our kids like teaching our kids how to like dig into the word of God. And, yes. And um it's a powerful thing. It is. Okay, so the next question we'll go ahead and dip, get into this one. It says, What are some ways to teach God as as God our father and God our friend? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, God, our father and God, our friend, you know, I, it's, it is great for not just our kids, but us to know, um, you know, that little cameo in the play that last, um, this last weekend, there was this like little cameo of Mary and she, it was like the, the classic nativity scene Mm -hmm. and Mary was laying baby Jesus in the manger and it was just beautiful portrait of her both like bowing and surrender to the to Jesus of like mm-hmm. giving up her rights as a mother and then also like this like sense of like crowning him king mm-hmm. and it's like that i think as we teach our kids how to obey and worship Jesus is mm-hmm. that he is lord and that there's a fear of god that we ought to carry in our homes and as we mm-hmm. mother that we crown him king and so um Obviously, like just back to the Bible, so much of this coming back to the same answers, but of giving the right view of who God is, that God is king. Whatever God, whatever Jesus speaks, Mm -hmm. that's what our family does. Mm -hmm. But then the nearness and the dearness of both a father and a friend that he speaks, that he knows us as, as moms, but knows our kids in ways like. He, there's things that mommy will never understand, but that Jesus understands and that he's actually with you. And so I think obviously just those, like those really sweet years with our kids, learning how to, to hear and discern and even in their, in fostering their prayer life, I think is huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think through prayer, they see Jesus as friend, but there's a wonder as King. And so there's that mystery of like, what's he like? Mm -hmm. And What's his kingdom like? Because kids think about heaven and they dream yes. about those things. You know, there's a sense of wonder yeah. um, about that. I think kingdom is like the perfect word too. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking, like specifically when you're talking to children, because um, Nora recently like experienced a death for the first time, like mm-hmm. to someone close to her. 
and it kind of just rocked her world, you know? And so we were trying to explain, like, well, maybe, like, not everyone, like, because the question is, like, where is he now? Yeah. Right? Like, someone's dead. Like, where are they now? And so we'd be like, well, maybe, like, that's the thing. Like, if he loved God, then he's with God in heaven. And then she's like, well, if he didn't love God, like, where is he? And we're like, well, there's a place that's, like, God, that, like, God made for when people don't want to be with him. Like, that's where they go. And she's like, what is it? I'm like, hell. And, but the thing is, is, like, it opened up this whole thing of heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that? And, and then, um, we were reading the book, The Lost Princess, Yeah, you know, and it just, it just reminded me, like, to Nora, it, it is, it can be a kingdom. He Mm -hmm. is a king, like, and it, but when you're talking to kids, it like, it still is that fantasy. It still is that wonder. And sometimes like you can just like interchangeably use those words. Like if you're trying, like speaking to littler kids, like we can create that wonder by using things like king and kingdom yeah, just li- versus like absolutely. God, heaven, hell. Like those are real things, right? But mm-hmm. you can say, like you can help foster that wonder in, in your children by just using like, Absol- you know, you're a princess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then they realize that their walk with Jesus is f- fun. Yes. And that God is Father, and that's where he, he is in a kingdom. Yes. And that there's friendship there. Like, there's a whole realm of imagination that God yes. gave them to participate in their relationship with Jesus. That's, man, I wish I could go back. That I was in that <laughs> child, right? Like, yes. that was a, it's a beautiful phase and such a gift. It's kind of why Jesus says, be like a child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. This is kind of interesting. What are things that undo godly discipleship in our children? Well, I think my first response to that would be probably the example of our own attitudes. Mm-hmm. And so we've all had days where we we come home and it's like you've had a really sweet day and you have an axe to grind about something. And so you're like, you know, lecturing your children or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just like you like take a pause and then you come back and you're like that could, that could have been accomplished in an entirely different way. Yeah. And so I would say like the first, I, I'm just speaking from personal experience is probably just our own attitudes and we don't just keep short accounts with ourselves about our attitudes. Mm-hmm. It's the second I would say would be just being inconsistent. So yeah. we like make threat. All of us have done it. You like make threats yeah. If you do that one more time, this is what I'm going to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like a failure as a mom because you didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. And your kids lose, over time, your kids lose respect yeah. for you because you don't say what you're going to do. And so I would say um, those are kind of the things that, yeah. that um, yeah, that would kind of undo yeah. anything that we're doing. And yes. the, the beautiful thing is, is that no matter how hard our parenting day is, we were just talking to our kids about this this morning that we go to bed and that we can wake up and there's an, always a new day. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what attitudes and whatever is going on in our with our in toddlerdom, I think that can be the most challenging stage of parenting, yes. mm-hmm. especially with your first mm-hmm. because you're just in it and yes. everything's new, yep. you know. And everything is you're, big. Everything's big. <laughs> yeah, and toddlers are challenging. They're yes. straight up the most like amazing, fun, full of life human beings that you're discipling yes. and most challenging full of will that yes. need to be that that need to be discipled yes. and yes. loved yes. and and challenged and they need to and as a parent it takes a real inner will um like deep inside you of knowing that like you love them so much but you're not going to be conquered by a two-year-old right yes. we used to we used to say um we used to say oh my gosh i'm blanking on the phrase 
um, we don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> because <laughs> I can kind of feel like that. Person. You're like, your two-year-old personality is trying to take over this house right yes. now. And we're not going to have it. That's you know? right. And if you just nip those little things, anyways, I'm going to get off on a um, two-year-old two year a, a two tangent. But those, th- those things, you just, it's, sometimes it does feel like a long time of sewing in before you see the fruit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. I, you actually just told me this the other day. I don't know if you remember, but I like, came to your house for something. And Abel has, you know, anybody who's met Abel knows that he is the strong, uh, God did me dirty a little bit. The child's crazy in the best way. And, but I was telling Mandy this. I'm like, he, he is all fire. And I'm like, what? but it's so hard to discipline him because he's yeah. also so, so cute. freaking cute. His, oh, it's stinking blue eyes. But I was telling you, I was like, Mandy, I'm having the hardest time because I'm like, he's so honorary and yeah. he needs the discipline. But then I'm like, he looks at me and I'm like, oh no, I'll never hurt you. Mm-hmm. And then you, that's what you said. You're like, sometimes you just need to say, I will not be conquered by a two-year-old. And yes. I was like, okay, okay. Mandy, yes. I will not be conquered by a two-year-old. Yes. And we all have days over conquered. Like, oh, for sure. But you just want to, we just want to be careful that we don't let like the whole season go by and we that's feel right. conquered. Yeah, that's right. And that's what's so wonderful about being a believer in Jesus and having the Lord, the Holy Spirit with us help us parenting is that when we give him all of our failures and there's humility in our parenting, there's nothing, there's like, it's not without hard work, but there's nothing that can't be undone. That's right. And that we can start anew every day. Well, I was going to add on to that. This is like just a little piece of wisdom from my dad that I picked up before. Yeah. But Maddox was like the little boy he never had. Yeah. So sweet. He had my, I have two half sisters and then there's me and then a whole line of all girl cousins. Like there were just no boys in our family except for one golden child. One boy cousin. But so when I had Maddox, my dad came and picked him up and took him, I mean, for weekends or weeks at a time when Maddox was little. And I can remember being like having like rough patches because your two-year-old is like trying to enforce their will Mm -hmm. upon Mm -hmm. whatever's happening. And my dad giving me the encouragement of like, hey, like you're not being too hard on him. You're not raising a two-year-old. You're raising a 22-year-old. Yeah. Like, yeah. the habits that you want to instill now are just going to feed into the type mm-hmm. of man that he's yeah, going to become. Right. So that was, like, it's not as, like, it's not the it's not the godly perspective on that's how good, to, like, though. disciple yeah. children. But it's, like, something that never left my mind yeah. when I have, like, these moments with my children. I'm, like, I don't want to actually keep my word, especially in, in this the phase that we're in. We have, like, privileges are lost when they have, like, yeah. defiant attitudes or mm-hmm. whatever. And then when they, like, something big comes up and they really want to do it, I'm like, I really want you to be able to do this yeah. really cool thing, dude. Yeah, it's I'm hard. so sorry. Yeah. I'm like, you know, but no. Um, but I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm just feeding into the men that they're going to be great. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not about the here and now. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So yeah. true. Um, okay. So how do we teach convictions from the time that they are little to the time that they leave the house? Hey, what a great way to go from story to question. That's a good flow. That was great. <laughs> Day in and day out. Like, I feel like you said it earlier. There's like yeah, consistency. Just the consistency of, um, and obviously we're we're still very much so in it. So I feel like I'll be able to. Can you have me back in twenty yeah. years? Uh-huh. I'll have like way more wisdom. <laughs> but, um, That's right. Nobody's left the house yet. Yeah, so. no one's left the house yet. So I don't. I don't at all pretend to. I feel like the Lord gives us like little buds of fruit, but we're still very much so in it as you as all of us are together as we raise our babies for Jesus. But. Um, I would just say just the the pattern of our life, yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 
Paul says that to Timothy, right? Follow the pattern, yeah. pattern, pattern of my life and, and that our kids would do that with us. And so we can talk all day long about being gentle to our kids and talking kindly to their brothers and sisters. But if they see us talking yeah. about people or talking harshly mm-hmm. and be talking, dealing harshly with them, it's really hard for them to take that, those convictions seriously. Yes. Or we can talk about generosity, but unless they have a demonstration right. of, of generosity or having open doors, then so much of those things are just lived out. Mm-hmm. And especially in their, especially in their little minds and hearts, yeah. you know, and, and, and in particular, we, you know, um, when you raise your kids in a, in a discipleship community, like all of us are raising our kids together, there is, they're around such a wonderful community and they're hearing a lot. Yeah. They have a lot of knowledge going in. And yeah. so that's a wonderful thing. And that stage of life, that's healthy and how it ought to be. But there is the, you do have to be really aware that there's a, an area, there's a, there's a way to demonstrate that on the other end. Yes. Yeah. And that it's not just like verbiage verbiage mm-hmm. it's not just isms it's not just verbi- and it's verbiage it's not just when we're on no right. but like there's when people are looking, watching yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that there's a real genuine looking yeah. in their heart yeah yes and so that's like that's really our prayer is that the things that that our children see in, in Eli and I and the things that we talk about um makes them be real that they're real people of character as mm-hmm. they learn to really really walk with the Lord yeah and I think about what when he says and he was like it always makes me like just like so prayerful for my kids right now as they are hearing so much and learning so much and having all these wonderful opportunities to really know the Mm -hmm. kingdom and know the king um but Winky I don't know if he he said it if he read it I can't remember but he was like I would I would deal with um street hard any day yeah. over church heart. That's right. That's you know, right. I'm yeah. like, Lord Jesus, don't let my children be the, the kids who grow up and leave and have all of the knowledge, <laughs> yes. but none of the heart work. Yeah. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. they know the Bible front to back yep. and up and down, but they actually don't, didn't have an opportunity or didn't have a, um, somebody to model like what yeah. that yeah. actually will look like walking yeah. it out and not just saying the convictions, but living the convictions, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I think one thing that's like, so wonderful about raising children together and raising kids and kids in church together is that they're seeing we touched on this a little bit before but they're actually seeing those convictions not just in our home but they're seeing them at church in their in our kids pastors in our college students and that they're actually seeing um that's what's so wonderful about about just church life in general like multi-generational church life is they actually are seeing a demonstration of God's power in other people's life. So they're actually seeing that the convictions that are talked about both at home from a pulpit in children's church, Mm -hmm. if, if their eyes are aware to see for, for teaching, cultivating unselfishness to see other people around them, Mm -hmm. they're actually seeing a demonstration of the spirit's power. And that's really powerful. I remember a long time ago, there was a a woman named Linda Weavado and her, her and her husband were part of, um, navigators in her college uh, my college roommate was one of my best friends and I remember asking they have four kids they all really love Jesus and I remember asking Linda like hey how did you like how did you raise four kids that are like serving that love Jesus that are just like unashamed and she just said she goes we always had lost people in our home and she said we just made a real like a, a real effort to have people that didn't know the Lord, like, around our dinner table. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, we were at a little bit of a crossroads with their oldest or their youngest son, Daniel. 
And she said, we just like couldn't quite figure out like what was going on in his heart. Mm-hmm. It was like all this, they, you know, her and her husband loved Jesus. He was in youth group, all those things. And he said they would have this like chiropractor friend like over all the time. And, and she said, we began to have like real conversations about the Bible and, mm-hmm. and he, he, he would just, he was seeking. And so it came over, they kept having so many conversations and one evening this chiropractor gave his heart to the Lord and it, what it did in Daniel's life was like so powerful that he like really, like it probably really, really gave his life to the Lord yeah. because he saw like, it wasn't just something we talked about, but he actually saw demonstrations of God's power oh, yeah. in his life. Mm-hmm. I was just going to. Like a, like a small touch to that is my mom listens to this podcast, so I always have to give the disclaimer. She did the best she could with the knowledge that she had. My mom's wonderful. But I grew I grew up churched, like hardcore churched, and I had no real relationship with the Lord when I came out of high school. Like there was no, like there was, there was really nothing. I just had a bunch of knowledge. And I was just thinking like, I pray that often. I'm like, Lord, like I don't want my kids to just, just know and end up leaving like I did, you know, but I think like the thing that I was missing growing up and the thing that we've like talked about so much just like tonight is, is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like there is like that, that key piece was what was like missing for me. Mm-hmm. Just like in, I grew and I grew up in a really great church, but there was like no Holy Spirit and moving in our church. Mm-hmm. And so there was just that loss of like that key point of just, how do you connect all the knowledge to the heart and how do you do it? Like this is the Holy spirit. And that is a really good point because I don't think I ever saw anyone give their lives to Mm -hmm. Jesus in my, in my home ever. Mm -hmm. And like not even in our youth group or in our church, but now that when you see somebody like fall in love with the Lord yeah, and their like countenance, like, I mean, their face change, you see all of those things. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm encouraged to keep going, you know? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Like have lots of people, people in your house. Yeah. 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 That's good. So good. That's good. Okay. Which right. moves us into the, the lightning, lightning round. round. I feel like that needs like a Yeah. <laughs> that's a really loud lightning so round. So loud. <laughs> Everybody's going to be awesome. listening to this in their cars with it so turned up. They're going to be like. <laughs> I know. We may need to edit that. Sorry, guys. No. Let's keep it. <laughs> a little surprise for you oh, wake up so funny <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like the lightning round bah, bah, like something like that so i need to have them labeled <laughs> i cannot okay okay yeah so how do we encourage and foster giftings in our children 30 seconds or less great question so when they're really little i think just calling out what's already naturally there and bringing honor to what's there so and then giving them capacity within your home or to serve other people is something that they're really great at so So wise yeah you're so sweet so for really quick example shane's like my master organizer Mm -hmm. so i put him on organizing luke is like super innovative i have a really hilarious story can't do it in 30 seconds but i give him like problem solving things like you can go figure that out yeah not a lot of instruction just go figure it out Mm -hmm. so Yes, those would be my answers. Okay, that's yeah. a great one. That was a really good answer. <laughs> that was a really good answer. <laughs> like, this is why you're here, Mandy. <laughs> okay, two. What's one thing you pray over your kids? Ooh, okay. So beginning of the school year, January is like awesome, but my like in my clock in my mind, mm-hmm. my my year starts in August. Yeah, right, totally. Yeah, okay. totally. So at the beginning of August at a new school year, I typically will take like a pen in hand and I will blot like think about things that I really want to see instilled in my kids for that year. Mm -hmm. And then we pray over those things. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, 
a child who is like full of words and passion and he's wonderful, but we're just working on just the guarding of those words and mm-hmm. that words are really powerful. And so we, um, we use it both as a source of correction mm-hmm. of like Proverbs says, whoever guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens his mouth wide comes to ruin. Mm-hmm. So we have a little, I have a little journal of those things written out. And so sometimes it's like very explicit d- discipline. Other times it's like, Hey, we, I, we just instruct with Bible in hand. Mm-hmm. Like this is what the word of God says. And what's happening right now is not, you have to be really careful with your words. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just seeing each thing and then other things, it's like broader, but I go through each kid and I pray, um, yeah, in the evenings over them. And then obviously by myself. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So do you have a quote or scripture you cling to in parenting? Ooh, that's a great question. Okay. I would say there's a lot, but I would say, um, my over, when it's my overarching one would probably be, um, when they're really, really little would probably be no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but later on it produces a harvest of righteousness and mm-hmm. peace for those who've been trained by it. And that our homes are full of, of peace, that there's a element of righteousness in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we don't give up, That's like that we just like keep going and that there's like a, yeah, that there's just an atmosphere of peace when we, um, when we just choose to, yeah, train our kids for righteousness. That's awesome. And then it didn't make it on here, but the last lightning question was, is discipline godly? Oh, yes. Discipline's definitely godly, right? We all need it. We all need it. Everybody needs it. And it's something that's just so part of our, it's like, even as adults. It is. I'm like, there's not a time where I don't want to be in a position where I'm like, oh yeah, don't rebuke me. It's Mm -hmm. true. Oh, and when Jesus said he disciplines those he loves, Mm -hmm. like we ought to long for, we ought to long for judgment or long for um, discipline. Yes. When we, when the, the King of Kings says that he'll show up and he'll bring correction, we yes. ought to long for that. Yes. And so our kids are the same way. I have, it's funny, like our, when our kids do something wrong, Luke told us, he's like, sometimes I just like want a spanking because then I just like know that like his heart feels clean. Yeah. He knows, I know this isn't all the time. Okay. <laughs> this is like isolated few things, but it actually are, there's something in our kids that knows Yeah. that, that they need discipline. Yeah. yeah. That's why the cross is so powerful. It's because right. all of us are wired like that. We, we know, know what we deserve, right? Is right. right. Yeah. Yes. We know what we deserve. And, um, yeah, Jesus paved the way, which is yeah. make, what makes the gospel so, so amazing. Sweet. Really good. So good. So good. Okay. This is awesome. Yes. Mandy, it was an incredible honor to Thanks have you Thanks for having podcast. me. I know. I feel Merry like Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. We got Treasure all your babies. I know That's we right. talked about discipline, but enjoy every all of them this has been really fun yeah so fun and Feliz Navidad seriously we don't know when we'll be back but we'll be back that's right we may see you next year at this point it's gonna be great thanks for being with us yeah Yeah. come back again okay oh yeah okay love ya bye friend hey y'all thanks for joining us today on Harvest don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform And come hang out with us on Instagram. And as always, thanks for listening.